And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hogan Johns. No matter what our record is, the coaches come in the same every day, the players come in the same every day, and you know we work, we show up every day to get better. Fields moves in the pocket and gets away. Dustin Fields takes off, does a sack, into a big game in the first down. Pressure coming, Fields rips it outside to Montgomery, his second touchdown. We were so close! So close. Covering the Bears from CHGO, it's Adam Hogue. He's cool, man. He's a natural-born world shaker. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. He's a good-looking kid. He's a great man. Yes, he's good. I can tell. Championship habits. Win, lose, or draw. We want to see championship habits from the individual. It's Hogan Johns. It's go time. And the Adams are here. Welcome back, buddy. Congratulations. We're back, baby. Literal baby in the equation. Thanks, man. Yes. Uh, hashtag girl dad. Welcome to the club. Beautiful Emily Catherine joining the world. Thank you. It's good to balance out the the insane levels of testosterone that run through yeah. the John's household with three older brothers for Emily. Now, I know we're not in the business of divulging sources, but I do need to know... How the hell? Who in the league office told you that the Bears were going to have a week fourteen bye week? Because you couldn't you have like planned that scheduling. That's planning. It's exceptional I, planning. It's an elite beat writer move. Congrat! I'm almost more impressed with that than the actual, you know, having a fourth <laughs> child, which is really just ridiculous if you think about it. But um, you know, to 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 time the birth with the bye week, and you know. Not to get too into the weeds here, but the schedule was not out at the time that the activity occurred. It's really it's impressive. <laughs> what type of podcast do you think this is going to be, Adam Hogue? Jeez. No, we're, we're keeping it PG here. I'm just, I just want to know how you did that. I'm really yeah, impressed. Well, we we, uh, we have our sources. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it at that. All right. Uh, it's well, good to wh- be back. I feel like I haven't missed a thing. You know, it was another Bears game. That was a one score loss. Yeah, pretty much how it goes every week. Um, yeah. You know, not much activity in the passing game. Plenty of impressive moments in the running game. And uh, not really sure how they did it, but the Bears kept within five points of the best team in the league. And um, there, there is plenty to talk about. And welcome in, everybody watching live on YouTube. We appreciate you. Um, and, and thanks to uh, Kevin Fishbane, of course, for filling in while you were gone. We had some good episodes last week with the Eagles crew, too, of Birds with Friends. Um, even some stuff probably worth going back and listening to, even if you missed it, because it had a lot more to do with like the connections between the Bears and Eagles rather than us specifically breaking this football game down. But um, John, at least to me, the first thing that comes to mind with this game today is just sort of surviving the amount of injuries that they had, um, including at one point, you never liked the quarterback running back to the locker room, even if it just was, it looked to be cramps at the time, that's what it was, you need an IV, but um, I mean, Tevin Jenkins, Jack Sanborn, these are two of the bright 
brightest spots of the season besides the quarterback and both suffering big injuries today. There was some encouraging news, or at least the Bears got some encouraging news on Tevin Jenkins after the game, or maybe even during it since it happened so early in the game. The word encouraging was actually used by Matt Eberflus. So it sounds like Tevin Jenkins has avoided serious injury, so Godspeed to him. But yeah, that's scary. Whenever the cart comes off, whenever you see, like, it always starts with this too. There's always like a signal for help. You have the, the trainer actually like touch his head, like signaling head injury, neck, like we need to take this more serious than, than other injuries. We're not just helping a player off the field here. You don't like to see that. That's what happened today with Tevin Jenkins, who had really been coming on at right guard. So it's good to hear the word encouraging out of Matt Eberflus's mouth when describing Tevin Jenkins' situation. Yeah, and, and it was kind of a, an odd play. Like, if you look at the replay, there wasn't yeah. any kind of obvious head trauma or anything. And for a player that already has some back and hip issues, you just really didn't like seeing even his reaction because he clearly was in pain or feeling something. And, and so I guess uh, time will tell here. But that was a good update for Matt Eberflus after the game that it wasn't something that they were still overly concerned about um, because it's just starting to add up. For a player that, quite frankly, has been really, really good and deservedly is getting some Pro Bowl uh, conversation around his name. He's really, uh, like, he's really become like the, the identity that the Bears want. Right? Physical, nasty, straight at you. Tevin Jenkins embodies that. He was like that way at Oklahoma State, and he's shown that since moving to, to right guard. Has really found a home in that position. It's too bad because at this point in the season, you want to see your young players grow, improve, have great moments to build upon, not only for later this year, but for next year. Tevin Jenkins was a part of that. Jack Sanborn was a part of that. You don't like hearing a player go from questionable to downgrade it to, to out within a matter of minutes. minutes. And that's what happened with Jack Sanborn today, who was all over the field again, chasing down Jalen Hurts, looking like the linebacker who could have a starting role next year. Never a good sign when you see him downgraded in a matter of minutes. Now, an unnamed member of the uh, uh, Bears uh, media that was in the press box uh, t- texted me to say, and said that you pulled a Hawk Harrelson and ran down the locker room to uh, check on Jack Sanborn. <laughs> I'm assuming funny. that's not accurate. Uh, that's not true. No, no, I, I didn't move. But <laughs> but it is a certain... I, I, need, I need more coffee for energy like that nowadays. Yeah, I know. It is a certain member of the media, though, that who I keep telling him that if he would just tweet half the things he texts... He would have the best Twitter account on the entire. Oh, so this this text actually happened. Yeah, no, it's a real text. Oh, I'm wondering if you could figure it out. But well, well there's a few candidates like that because yeah. the conversation amongst beat writers could get a little bit saucy. If there's one specific. I, I, I'm going to make this a game and then see if we can figure it out. But it's one specific person who is way funnier than you might realize. It's Mark Potash. No. See, oh, Kevin Fishbane. Ke- Potsy, it's not Fishbane either. And, and Potsy's bit is out there. Like, you, you, you either get the, the Potsy Twitter bit or not. He, see, he does tweet the stuff. This is somebody else who's, who should tweet more of the things he texts. Yeah. That's what it is. You know how I felt during the injuries? I have just written two big features on two players. Yeah. Jack Sanborn. <laughs> 
and Tevin Jenkins. So if, if you're a player in that Bears locker room and I come looking for you to sit yeah. down for a lengthy interview, I guess stay away. Stay away right, right now from Adam Johns. Well, then you can share the blame with Mark Carmen because we were giving Carm a hard time because the dude was in studio with a Jack Sanborn jersey today. <laughs> and we made him really? take it off for the post game after the kid got There's hurt. not many so, of those. Where did he get that? I think he had to do like the custom. The, the special order? Yeah. Yeah. And it know. cost more money, but good for him. Yeah. Made the, yeah. Made the investment. So, well, ankle... I guess worst case scenario is he doesn't return from that this season. I I think you've probably seen enough of Jack Sanborn, though, to feel good about him going into next year if that is indeed the the situation. He was able to walk off, so it, I don't I, – I guess sometimes but you don't you like were, a guy getting downgraded, especially yeah. that, that fast, you know, especially a guy who's willing to play through some injuries. Right. So um, – That'll be something to watch going forward, and um, just and that wasn't the only list. I mean, you had uh, Equinemius St. Brown go out with a concussion. Uh, Matt Adams got hurt, I believe. He came back in though, and then Jalen Johnson um, with the ribs injury. He called it, it an abdominal injury afterwards. Okay, after the game. He, he he talked to us. Said he was in some pain. Not sure what this means for the short week with the Saturday Christmas Eve game against the Bills, but seemed pretty upbeat and optimistic. Did multiple interviews with, with media members, including Mark Rohde right after the, the scrum with us. So seemed fairly in good spirits given the inter- injury. injury. Well, well, yeah, and it's a good sign when they talk, right? When they're available to talk to the media, um, it's usually a good sign too. And um, because they're not obligated to if they finish, the, if they don't finish the game. I will say this, look, I think there's some positives that came out of this game with players who matter going forward. Like Jalen Johnson is really relishing this. I, I hope he's healthy enough to p- keep playing because he's, he you could tell he's challenging Stephon himself. Stephon Diggs is next. Stephon Diggs is next. Yeah. You got AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs. Um, I don't know who you consider on the, the like Amaran St. Brown, I guess. Yeah. The, the Lions, he's pretty damn good. <laughs> Jameson Williams the out there now. There's just a good collection of wide receivers on that team. Um, by the way, the Lions won six out of seven games. Good for them. The Bears. Wow, who the, are these Lions? I, I, if the Commanders and the Lions both make the playoffs, which I don't know if that's possible for them to both make it, but um, the Bears should get credit for fixing both of those teams. Turning their because seasons if, around. If either one of those teams had lost that game against the Bears, and both of them probably should have lost those games, they wouldn't even be in the position to make the playoffs, but I guess good for them. Um, anyway, I also want to give credit to Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker. I thought both of those players coming back from their concussions played really well, and at least in that scenario, uh, that trio in the secondary, it looks like a pretty strong, bright spot going forward. That is uh, my column for tomorrow. Not so much brisker, but I thought Johnson, look, you, you look at the yardage, the, the final numbers for A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, it, it doesn't look good. I, I understand that. But this was a one-score game against the highest-scoring offense in the league. If Jalen Johnson and Kyler Gordon don't play the way like th- that they did today, this gets worse. This gets out of hand against this this team that could be amazingly explosive in, in the Eagles, and they weren't today. It was a one score game. By the end of it, Jalen Hurts had a pretty bad passing day. Passing day for a guy who's a serious MVP candidate. I had this line in my column: the secondary has building blocks, and now they have a good game against a great team to build upon, albeit 
in the Bears' seventh consecutive loss this season. Yeah, but that's that's the stuff you're looking for, especially in a game that you were it's the story by... of the year right now. Like this at this point in the year, this is it, right? Well, it's Justin Fields, but yeah. Besides the quarterback, yeah. Um, I, I think the secondary is, is looking pretty good, and and that's why it's unfortunate you see Tevin Jenkins, Jack Sanborn goes going out because those two are also in probably the top five, right? Of yeah. things you're looking forward to, and then there's the things that that aren't working out like pretty much any of your wide receivers. Um, and today, well, you knew it was going to be a long day when Chase Claypool is out. Yeah. Darnell Mooney's already out. It, it's Equinemius St. Brown, your best passing wide receiver, who's happened to make a couple big catches here or there. But, Johns, if you end this season, and it's kind of trending this way, without really having a single answer in the wide receiver room... And the guy you think is the answer in Darnell Mooney, who I still do believe in going forward, had a bad year, ended ending with the season-ending injury. I mean, that's you couldn't find one guy. I mean, I, I get, but I guess on the flip side of that, that's what you get. You get what you pay for, right? And they they don't they have no money spent on on that wide receiver room essentially, and that's kind of where the production is. But it would have been nice with all these sort of one-year flyers you did if one of the guys could have emerged. And certainly, if Claypool, who it sounds like will play again before the season's over, maybe even next week, we'll have to see him practice this week. But like, you got to get something there. The Valus Jones Jr. having another game like today where he fumbles and loses a fumble. That's just, at this point, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah. He had that, uh, was it a flea flicker? where the ball was nowhere even close to him as well. I don't know what his role in this offense is. There was a couple of occasions in this one where you saw him actually getting yelled at to get like in line, in place. I think Justin Fields actually had a pretty adamant conversation coming off the field about that. It's not good at this point in the season. It's what, week 15, 16? I don't know. There were 17 games this year. I can't keep counting. It was just a bye week. So, But that's not good. Even if, even if he is a rookie, he's got to be better than that. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, we do have a request. We are live on YouTube today. So Andrew says, uh, don't write any columns about Brisker, Johns, because he's got him for defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> I don't think defense rookie of the year is happening, but uh, yeah, let's keep him healthy. I, I actually have a, a feature story coming up. We'll, 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 see, we'll see what oh, happens. No. Not, not on Brisker, though. Not on Brisker. So okay. stay tuned, everybody. Um, by the way, relevant to the conversation, the Broncos are up 24 to nine on the Cardinals with 851 left in the fourth quarter. That would take the Broncos out of a tiebreaker situation with the Bears for the number two overall pick. And that would mean that if the Bears do not win the rest of the season, they are guaranteed the uh, at least the number two overall pick, probably the t- number two overall pick because it would take uh, the Texans winning basically winning out, I think. But uh, that's a significant development. Yeah. If so, if you're into that that type of thing, like draft picks and whatnot, I think we all are at this point. The Bears are going to face three teams that have something to play for in terms of playoff positioning, or should. Or should. Well, the Vikings in Week 18 is a little like, iffy. Yes. Yeah. Because they've already won like, the it, division. They might not have, depending on the seeding, they're certainly not going to be playing for a bye. That one's a little interesting. Oh, man. Could you imagine a Week 17 win? For the Bears, dropping from two to six, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait for a few weeks to to get there. The, I, I, the there was a weird feeling in the Bears locker room. I, I don't want to say it's resignation. 
maybe it's acceptance. This this is just how it is. A lot of your best players are hurt. You get young guys playing all over the field. A lot of those some of those guys are undrafted rookies playing important important snaps. Um, you're down to <laughs> needing Valus Jones Jr. to do something. It's yeah. it's just where, where things but, are right now. And let's get into a quick conversation about the coaching then, Johns, because with all that being said, I don't think anyone would blame these guys for basically laying down and you know scheduling tee times for the offseason, and yet they're within five points of the, the yeah. best team in the league. Uh, with with and a lot of it's honestly just in willing the offense into anything. I mean, he really put them on the on the on his back today. Um, I do have. I I just want to give Matt Eberflus, I think, a lot of credit for that part of it because whatever the attitude is, and we've certainly seen way worse locker room situations, including last year at this point, um, for a team that only has three wins and has lost seven in a row. They're still fighting in these games. I think that matters. I still do have some questions like why they didn't go for two when they're down five in a situation that seemed very obvious to go for two. Like, And I don't know that we're going to get any of those answers this year. I just I think that there's a some level of an incomplete grade on Matt Eberflus and Allen Williams on game day, if that makes sense, that still needs to be answered next year. I think some of that buy-in, like it helps to have young players. And the Bears have a lot of young players. It helps to have younger veterans on one-year deals. Guys who want their tape to be their resume, to use that cliche. That's what the Bears have going for them. That's why some of these games are, are hard-fought. That's why you have that buy-in. It's why you have one-score losses to the best team in the NFC, in the Eagles. That's why you get today... But you can see the shortage in talent still. Like some of these guys want to be here, I bet. Like by the end of, end of today, like looking at this defense, I honestly thought, like, how many of these guys are going to be back? You have Brisker, Gordon, Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Sanborn wasn't on the field. I mean, you could have widespread changes up front. Now, I think one takeaway I had from this game is if the Bears are going to look at this Eagles roster, this 13-1 Eagles team, and like take any inspiration, forget like the Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts comparisons. Look at the investment in the trenches, man. Right. That's a great yeah. offensive line and great defensive line. Here's a fun fact for you, Adam Hogue. I don't know if this is so much fun. It's a fish main fun fact. No, he's he not shared this one. I told him to share it. I texted him this a couple days ago. We didn't share. Do you know what? It must Bosa, not have been fun enough for him then. No, I guess not. Okay. Do you know that Nick Bosa, all by himself, has more hits on quarterbacks this year than in the entire Bears defense? Um, that doesn't surprise me at all, to be honest with you. And but he's the only one, <laughs> and that's not fun at all. No, no. <laughs> think about that. Like, yeah. I think about that, and just in terms of the Bears and having the second overall pick. And you got these two elite defenders who could change all that. Because Nick Bosa, was he not second overall pick? Yeah, I believe he was. Yes. So think about that. The the yep. You look at the Eagles. They're great up front. You know, like you see A.J. Brown. You see Devontae Smith. You see Jalen Hurts. All the offensive fireworks. But that offensive line is fantastic. The pressure on Justin Fields, fast and fantastic too. Their line, they, like they own the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah, it, there's a pretty high hit rate with 
defensive lineman you could take that early in the draft. It's not 100%. There's certainly your busts here and there, but especially in recent years, it feels like, you know, Miles Garrett, both Bosa's. Um, I mean, I guess you go far back as Khalil Mack, who's a little bit you later. You can even look at Aiden Hutchinson this year for the Lions. Yeah, he's great. Um, Walker, the, the Jaguars, they went number one. I mean, he's been, I, I think a lot of people were upset about that pick. He's been coming on. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's a good place to be. No question about it. Just look at how and, much like the the Bears blitz today to generate any sort of pressure on Hurts. Like mm-hmm. that 68-yarder to A.J. Brown, who was blitzing from the opposite side? Kyler Gordon. Because that yeah. four can't get to him. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe getting a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan John's polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Roan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, and works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Roan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to roan.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Lights are out. Oh, boy. Is it motion sensor? Let me see if I can fix this. Keep talking. (laughs) Did they just go out? (laughs) I think I you might know. have to walk. I know where you are. You might have to walk back towards the door. Or it's fine. We can actually see you well enough. You got me now? Yeah, it's all right. The camera adjusted? Yeah, the camera adjusted. It was got really dark there for a second. Does everybody want to see Soldier Field real quick? There it is. There it is. Hey, the grass is holding up pretty well. It is. It does look good. For that the whole grass saga. That feels like it was a year ago, by the way. The new sod they had to go in right before the season started. Oh, yeah. Back when uh, Cairo Santos was having different conversations with the media as opposed to today, where everyone was asking him why he didn't attempt a 49-yarder, 48-yarder? What was that? 49. It would have been 49. And um, Fox had a great shot of him testing the win with the grass, and he immediately was like, no. 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 And uh, I will say, anytime your kicker gives you a no signal, you do not go for the kick. If they tell you they're good, then you still got to use your coach brain to be like, all right, are they really good? What's the percentages? What's the win? And then you still make the call. But if they say no, the answer is no. And when it's fourth and what? It was going to be twenty fourth and 27? Like, yeah, the, bear, the Bears are on the yeah. 31, yeah. I guess you got a punt. I mean, that was ridiculous. But I guess the overall question is just like, um, how concerning is this for Cairo? I mean, he's definitely been a slump. He did come back and hit the next uh, two extra points. I I was glad he... I didn't realize he's been doing that for eight years. But I said after the one he missed, I'm like, you know, he's been kicking from the right hash consistently on those extra points, and he's pulled a few of them now left. And it's like he's playing that draw too much or the wind, and, and like... Go back to the middle, and then he did, and then he hit the next two. I, I guess he said post game that he's been doing that, that for eight years. I didn't realize that, but at least good for him for experimenting and trying something different. But he's up to five misses this year. That's a lot. I know it was an awkward five point loss, but could you imagine if you know they were pushing? If it was twenty one twenty four, like they're just it could be different games here. He's missed five this year. He missed two, one each in each one each. In the past two seasons, it's just, it seems to be troubling. Yeah. It does. I'm not ready to turn the page because maybe this is just me speaking. Maybe the Bears feel differently. But going down the, that wormhole of trying to replace a veteran kicker, like we saw that play out here. Yeah. The Bears it's haven't ugly. been good at it. Maybe, maybe Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and Richard Hightower are better at it than Matt Nagy's Bears were. But that was a problem position the Bears for a long time after they said goodbye to Robbie Gold because John Fox didn't want to work with them. <laughs> well, and I do see some parallels between that situation because, you know, Gold went through a slump for his standards, right? And, 
Like, let's not lose sight of the fact Santos has still only missed two uh, two field goals all year, right? And um, so, I think that if there's one thing we've learned about veteran kickers like Crosby and Green Bay, Robbie again in San Francisco, is these guys can bounce back. Yeah. Like that Robbie story was a long time ago. He's still kicking in the league. Yeah, there's a bunch of examples. One of the like best so teams I, in the NFC right now. Yeah, I think you got to have some patience. Um, sure, you can find a Michael Badgley who you know did a great job for the Bears that one week, and now he's been good for the Lions. So he may end up kicking in the playoffs if the Lions keep this thing going. Um, good for him, but I, I just I, I don't think we're at that point yet. It is concerning. It is late in the year, um, and it's certainly something that I can tell, though, that... You, where it gets concerning is when you can tell decisions are being made off that. Like, I'm sorry, you're, you're trying that 49-yard field goal if he doesn't miss that extra point earlier in the game, right? Or at least he's feeling better about it. Right, and he, he's giving he, you he, the He no. did have this curious comment like after the game where he's like, you know what, I, I, I missed those shots pregame. The win was a factor. The weather was a factor. Then he said like, oh, I saw Jake Elliott miss him too. Hmm. Like he's, he's he brought in the local kid, the kid from Lyons Township. Yeah. Like he was missing kicks before the game as well. Well, and he doinked one during the it. game. He did, yeah, right yeah. off the right crossbar. Still think the Eagles owe us a doink, but you got that going for you. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I don't have much more than that. I thought. Uh, I thought Fields did, other than that one drive where he. Should have put more touch on the throw to Komet through a liner behind him instead. Uh, there was a throw behind Pettis earlier in the game, and that footwork on that sidearm unnecessarily unnecessary throw to the sideline. Those were three plays that were definitely on him. But other than that, man, I thought he did about as much as he could with the talent he had to work with today, and he wasn't getting much protection. Six sacks would have been more if he wasn't Superman Justin Fields. Incredible run downfield on that long run that was nearly a touchdown if he didn't step out. Justin Fields is just doing everything he possibly can right now, and it's he's a, clearly got a toughness that is impressive too. Against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. One of the best pass rushes in the league. Just a lot of different threats, a lot of speed. And I think we all saw why Alex Leatherwood is a work in progress at right tackle as well. I know a lot of fans, a lot of readers, a lot of listeners want more of him, but I think you saw why the Bears are kind of slow playing this right now with Alex Leatherwood at right tackle. I actually thought he was doing okay before that sack he gave up. Like There was a couple nice run blocks. He had a block on Montgomery's uh, touchdown run, I think. Um, so, but yeah, that was... He almost got the quarterback killed, so that's why he didn't go back in the game. <laughs> I, I, will, I would almost like to see him at right guard if Tevin Jenkins is going to be out here. But Something. You got to put your best five out there. You know what they're going to say this week. You know we're looking yeah. for a best five. It's not a good thing when they keep saying that at this yeah. point in the season. And, They've been looking for be, their what, best five 15? since uh, G- July 28th or whenever it was they reported the training camp. Yeah, but if, if you're looking for positives, there were some from some young players, Justin Fields included. They hung with one of the best teams in the league. Nobody thought they were going to win, but they covered that big spread at home, made a game out of it, made it interesting at the end. And let's be honest, Adam, that's really all you could ask for at this point 
in in the year in this season for the Bears, given their injuries and given everything that's going on with them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? No. Good to be back. Right. Talk Tuesday. Yeah, uh, we'll be back Tuesday as always. It's a short week, so we uh, flip the script to the Buffalo Bills. Doesn't get any easier. Also Christmas good. <laughs> yeah, also very good at football. Uh, so that'll be a fun one Saturday at Soldier Field. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Thank you for watching on YouTube. If that's the way you are consuming the pod, hit that subscribe button. Like, hit the like button. Helps us get more exposure and... Um, notifications as well so you know when we go live post game otherwise check out obviousshirts.com for all the merchandise johnsy you can read all his post game coverage at the athletic theathletic.com slash hogan johnson where you go to subscribe i'm at all chgo.com we're back tuesday johns will be out of the dark and surf, you know get home from soldier field safely my friend we'll talk to you then see ya <laughs>